be genuinely curious about people because you give a shit. Yeah. Especially if you are in sales or service, like always be speaking what's in it for them Mm -hmm. so that you can be better for them. Mm-hmm. It builds credibility and trust, which is repeat sales, which is referrals, which is all the things. It's why I was able to go from zero to a million in two years, because every single person I was in front of knew I was speaking what was in it for them and genuinely backed that up. Hey, babe, welcome to the sales and social podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper, if you're anything like me, And let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited today. We have Tracy O'Malley on the show. I know many of you guys probably love and adore her and already follow her. Tracy, welcome to the show. I would love for you to tell my audience who you are and what you do. Well, I'm just a girl from the Midwest originally, and just like you, with good homegrown work ethic and grit and resilience and tenacity and grew up in a really rough home, honestly, a very loving home, but also equally rough. And although there are times that that has worked against me, there have been also a lot of times that growing up that way, I've used it and leveraged it to work for me. I just turned 51 a couple days ago, which is you guys, crazy she's a bombshell. You would never know this. <laughs> Which is crazy to me, but with that comes so much beautiful life experience that you can't wrap up in a certification or or even education. And I've brought a beautiful mix of that life experience, the life of hard knocks, the PhD in experience, and married it with a beautiful tool that I came into kicking and screaming 11 years ago in the Enneagram from a therapist and kind of used that tool when I was unpacking a lifetime, 40 years of shit. Um, it really streamlined the process. It made me accelerate my own personal transformation. And in the most important part, it allowed me to look at myself with compassion and empathy instead of pulling out the whipping stick and going to the shame cave, which I know maybe a lot of you are, are in right now. And when my therapist introduced me to the Enneagram, I basically told her to F off that I didn't need a label or anything like that. Also, asterisk to this. I was not in the best frame of mind. I wasn't at the best time in my life. And she was tough as nails. She's from Texas. She's a little bit older than me. And she's like, my dear, your best thinking has gotten you here. So how about you open up your mind a little bit to something that I love that. Yeah. She's like, this might actually help you get out of the box that not only the world has put you in, but you've put yourself in. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, shit. Like, first of all, I appreciated her going toe to toe with me because I can be a little intense sometimes as a defense mechanism to like test people. 
And she straight shot me. And I really appreciated that. And within a month of understanding and then integrating this tool in my personal life and then in my family life, things changed very, very rapidly. And then six months later, I brought it into my business life. And that's probably where you started to get wind of who I was and the ability to build leaders that weren't like me became my sweet spot. You know, being able to lead anyone, not just intense type A aggressive women that were like me, but the empaths, the the sensitive, the highly sensitive ones, you know, people that I quite honestly used to judge as weak. Mm-hmm. This tool allowed me to see the gifts in everyone and framework and a system and a language in order to speak to anyone. Mm-hmm. And that business that I started 10 years ago accelerated rapidly. I went from a zero income to a million dollars in two years Mm -hmm. and maintained a million dollar income for about three years in a row Mm -hmm. before I had kind of a health crisis and a come to Jesus moment. And, you know, my consulting practice started during that time six years ago. So it's kind of where I am. I help you communicate with anyone. I help you build strong culture in whatever organization, whether it's your home team or your professional team today. I work with companies like Google, Amazon, John Deere, and individuals just like you and families and and all sorts of things. So I use the tool of the Enneagram. Like the thing that I I resisted the most, (laughs) honestly, is the very thing that I now integrate into businesses, families all across the world. Now it's, you know, it's usually the thing that we resist the most or the thing that we teach is the very thing that we need to be reminded of every day. And having this beautiful tool and using it the way that I do keeps me accountable too. So for those of you out there that are resisting the very thing Mm -hmm. you need to be leaning into, take it from me. Don't wait. Don't Mm -hmm. wait. Why do you think so many people resist like things like the Enneagram and people who are now listening to this episode and they're like, okay, I've kind of heard about the Enneagram, but like, what is it? What is like high level? What is the Enneagram? How I explain it, honestly, it's a tool and a framework and a system. And what I love about the Enneagram over everything else, and I love all of it. I think anything that allows us to be more honestly, compassionately self-aware of ourselves and other humans is a beautiful, beautiful tool. Now, a tool is only as effective as the person using it and the intent behind it. There are lots of beautiful tools out there. Chainsaw is a great, powerful tool. But if you use it wrong, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, you see it's a bloodbath, right? The Bible, a beautiful tool when used in integrity and properly, and we see it weaponized. Mm -hmm. Enneagram is no different. The tool is only as powerful and beautiful as the intent behind it. But how I like to explain the Enneagram is this. It's not how you're going to ever read about it in a book. It's why I love the way I teach it. The ultimate compass and the ultimate tool is our own intuition and our own nervous system, right? And I believe those are divine gifts from some source, right? Whatever you call it, whatever, right? But so many of us have experienced life and experiences and schooling and cultures and families and traumas that have us bypassing out of our intuition and our body or our nervous system. And so we default into personality, right? We have a natural wiring, but when that wiring is honored by the intuition and the nervous system, that's when we're our highest self, right? But for most of us, we bypass out of our intuition and our nervous system as a defense mechanism, as a protective, a way to find significant certainty or safety. And understanding this architecture and archetype framework system of nine basic types, it gets to the core motive and the core fear, not just the behaviors, 
not just the coping mechanisms, but what is behind those things. So like when I wasn't my highest self 11 years ago, the very thing that is my superpower today that you love (laughs) was also the kryptonite in my life, (laughs) right? So I default to my personality a lot and it's (laughs) intense and it's strong and it's all those things. And it's only my superpower when it's coming from love, compassion, empathy, service, and grace. (laughs) The very same thing that makes me freaking amazing today mm-hmm. is also the very thing that almost took my life to complete ground zero mm-hmm. because it was coming from fear, insecurity, unworthiness, shame, guilt, or ego. So good. right. Mm-hmm. So the cool part about this and the freedom that this gave me was understanding that I don't have to change who I am. And that was like a big exhale. I didn't have to change who I am, mm-hmm. but what I had to work on daily and I still do is the come from. And so with this tool of the Enneagram, it can help you, you know, get back into your intuition, your divine gifts, your divine knowing and honoring the vessel. You know, the reason I am who I am at 51 is because 90% of the time I'm living in the intuition in my, in my body, Mm -hmm. and I'm not just trying to bypass it all the time. So that's, you know, that's the real cool part about this gift is the more that you build that muscle the more strong it gets. And so you can be 51 and thriving and feeling, you know, better than you've ever felt. Yeah. So when it's just physically, but emotionally. Yeah. And when this comes to like business and even like sales and dealing Mm -hmm. with your clients, do you find that it's important for you to even like know like the other person's Enneagram type so that you can even serve them or even like understand where they're coming from better? You know, a lot of people are like, once you drink the Enneagram Kool-Aid, you want to know who everybody is. And I get that. And I, I was, get funny, that I was because, on a call with uh, Rebecca Cafario, our mutual friend. Yeah. And the first thing she said was like, what is your Enneagram type? It's like, you feel like you like want to know everyone's type now. Yeah. yeah. So here's the cool thing about me and being who I am, because, you know, I had this secret weapon for five years, five years, Jillian, I was using this tool in my home and in my businesses and no one knew it. Yeah. I never had anyone take a test. I never said the word Enneagram, but I knew the framework. And so what it made me do is get really good at asking strong, good questions that skip the bullshit Mm -hmm. that got right to the root of things. And I was always like, if you look at the framework of the Enneagram, there's the nine types, but they're broken into three centers of intelligence. And in those three centers of intelligence, there's a basic motive and a basic fear and a basic emotion. So my first goal in talking to anyone so I could serve them better, Mm -hmm. right? In sales, like you always have to be speaking what's in it for them, what's in it for them. And so my questions got real curious real quickly. And some people were like, holy crap, you're just going right for it. I'm like, well, like, why, why mess around with small talk when I really genuinely want to know how to best serve you and how to best empower you. So I started asking questions that got me really good. I was able to like know pretty quickly what center of intelligence they fell into. Mm -hmm. So I knew the basic motive. Now within each center of intelligence, there's three types. Mm -hmm. So then I could get more curious and like, okay, is it rooted here? Is it rooted here? Is it rooted here? And then I got even more curious and I was like, okay, what's their natural instinct? And then I could go there and there and there. So as far as that goes, What I would honestly say is before you just like vomit, what's your Enneagram type, even though it's very trendy now. And I love that. And I love that. But a lot of times, like if you're like me, you'd be like, back off, sister. I don't want you psychoanalyzing me. (laughs) I'm like, what are you trying to figure out right now? Yeah. yeah, I mean, when I started dating my boyfriend and he knew what I did, he's like, I don't want you to figure me out. I'm like, well, I already did. So I already know. That's why we're on this. I don't need you to take an Enneagram (laughs) assessment. But here's the thing, like 
first of all, like I said earlier, be genuinely curious about people because you give a shit. Yeah. Especially if you are in sales or service, like always be speaking what's in it for them Mm -hmm. so that you can be better for them. Mm-hmm. It builds credibility and trust, which is repeat sales, which is referrals, which is all the things. It's why I was able to go from zero to a million in two years, because every single person I was in front of knew I was speaking what was in it for them and genuinely backed that up. Yeah. Right. So anyway, as far as like, what's your Enneagram type? Yes. It's a beautiful tool today. That is very mainstream. The problem is all those online assessments are inaccurate 65 to 70% of the time. So the reason I am the expert at this is because I started figuring people out without an assessment. Mm -hmm. Now I have a tool and an assessment that's accurate 95% of the time, which is great because a lot of people come to me, well, I'm a this. I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? I'm like, okay. And so I start asking more questions and I start asking more questions. I'm like, okay, take my assessment and I'm mm-hmm. right. And those other ones are almost always wrong. Yeah. So anyway, like if you're going to be asking people what they are, you have to understand that probably the assessment or the free or the paid one they took was wrong. And so if you're going off why by what people are saying and you might get it wrong, and this is like a GPS system. If you got the wrong coordinates and you're trying to speak to the wrong information, it's not going to be as effective. So what I'll usually say is learn the three centers of intelligence, know them well, get better at asking questions Mm -hmm. and genuinely caring. And you'll start to figure this out without an assessment. Same thing with my kids. Mm -hmm. The first five years, they, they had no idea that they were a two and a seven. I did. And Mm -hmm. I spoke to it and it transformed our relationship. And then when they turned 18, I was like, guess what? And they're like, what? I'm like, look at this. They're like, holy (laughs) shit. They're like, oh my God, did you know this the whole time? I'm like, yeah. And overnight things changed because I could speak to who they were, not who I am, you know, because mm-hmm. I only knew my language for 40 years. Yeah. And although it proved well for people like me, mm-hmm. I was leaving not only a lot of relationships, not thriving, but I was also leaving a hell of a lot of money on the table. Mm-hmm. And do you find like, even like with the enneagram, like, I mean, I, I would just assume that's like you were always maybe drawn to like the same certain types of people or the same mm-hmm. relationships or parenting the same way or coaching the same way. And once you actually got clear of like who you were, maybe like the world opened up to you. People maybe you wouldn't have maybe had friendships with or even like relationships with. 100%. Like my kids, honestly, they're very different than me and di- very yeah, different from each other. And honestly, looking at who they are and the things, their behaviors and how they operate in the past, And they're why I studied this because I found myself judging even them. Mm -hmm. You know, I would judge, you know, because as an Enneagram eight, I'm motivated by being strong and independent and autonomous. My son, who's an Enneagram two is motivated by significance and being loved and appreciated. And I used to believe that people who needed that were weak, weak, yep, weak. And my son is the strongest man I've ever known. And I knew that, but everything about my natural wiring plus my experiences and the men in my life had always been like that toxic masculinity, quite honestly. But, you know, here I birth this beautiful, sweet Pisces Enneagram two and understanding that his strengths, just because he is motivated by significance, doesn't make him weak. Mm -hmm. Now understanding the healthy version of that. And same thing with my daughter, she's motivated as a seven, just like our friend, Rebecca with a need for certainty. Mm -hmm. And she's a forward thinker where the, my son's a past thinker and I'm an like in the moment thinker. And 
those forward thinkers can look a little flaky sometimes Mm -hmm. when their, their mind is going so fast forward all the time. And I used to judge my own daughter as being a little unfocused, a little irresponsible, Mm -hmm. a little all over the place. And when I recognize that the gifts that they have, I actually need more of in my life, Mm -hmm. but I needed to know how to speak to them in a way that I would earn their trust and credibility and that they felt they could be who they are with me. Mm-hmm. And this tool gave me that framework. And yes, my whole world has opened up. In fact, I have very, a lot less people like me mm-hmm. in my inner circle. Cause Lord knows I don't need more of me. Yeah. I need more of the things that I lack and that I can learn more compassion and empathy from, because as an Enneagram eight, that's not a natural go-to for me. Mm-hmm. And so having twos and and fours, I'm dating a four who is like the most intuitive. My son is a two who's like the most compassionate. My daughter, who's a visionary, the sevens are visionaries and, and playful and innocent. That's everything an eight resists, Mm -hmm. but it's everything I need. And so when I see the other eight types that they have something that I actually need to be a better human. Yeah. You bet your ass. Like my inner circle is filled with things that I lack in turn, I bring something to the table that they all need. And so that's true intimacy. That's true connection. That's true, true vulnerability exchange, which is where real good support happens. And when you're an entrepreneur and you're next leveling and up leveling your life, it feels really, really lonely sometimes. Mm -hmm. So having the right people and the people that bring things to the table where I feel vulnerable, it's magical. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. Who would have thought? I, I love that you say that. And it's actually like such a great transition because another conversation that I wanted to actually have with you was the importance of having a circle around you in entrepreneurship. And one of the things that I am like blown away by with you is that obviously you and I are in a mastermind together, but this is your what seventh year in the same mastermind. And one yep. of the things that I talk so much about on this podcast is being committed to long-term mentorship, being committed mm-hmm. to the people who are ahead of you, being committed to the people that are there. And you had a, a sentence in one of your podcasts, and I actually wrote it down when it was the greatest of all times are always in mentorship. And I would love for you to even speak of like why you have been in the same mastermind mm-hmm. with the same mentor for so long in the growth that that's given you. There's a few things. First of all, I grew up in Chicago during the Chicago Bulls era and Michael Jordan, and he's the ultimate goat in my world. And, and he has always been surrounded by mentors and coaches. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm here for that. Yep. The reason I have stayed in the same mastermind, I mean, I've seen people come and go and join different ones. And I think that that's great. I know myself Mm -hmm. and as an Enneagram eight, I don't trust easily. I see through bullshit better than anyone. And so I have known Chris for 10 years and for four years, I watched him very closely and I tried to pick apart parts Mm -hmm. of him and all the things. And then my kids and I about God, holy shit, like nine years ago, we ended up in Wisconsin for Thanksgiving and him and his family invited us in and it was the bears Packers thing. So (laughs) I got to know Chris and Lori as well on Mm -hmm. a deeper level and Mm -hmm. Midwest guy, like, Mm -hmm. and I really just appreciated his no bullshit approach. Mm -hmm. I also know myself well enough that I could be locked in a a home forever by myself and be totally okay with that. Mm -hmm. I had to be a lone wolf. Most of my life. It is something that I'm really good at, but also Mm -hmm. it's my kryptonite. Yep. Right. And so, 
you know, a lot of the rooms I was in, I was the smartest person in the room. And mm-hmm. although my ego really fucking loves that, yeah, my growth doesn't, um, mm-hmm. other parts of me, I get, I get into judgment and, and all the things. And I will isolate more when you're the smartest person in the room, you're not going to thrive. No, you won't. You might like it for temporary dopamine hits and all yeah. that shit, but you're not going to grow. No. And if you're somebody like, if you're listening to Jillian's podcast, you're raising your hand saying, I want to grow every day. So mm-hmm. your ass needs to get into rooms where you yeah. feel really insecure sometimes. Yeah. But I always trusted Chris to facilitate and put the right people in the room. There were times he didn't do so well, yeah. like years two, three, not so great, mm-hmm. but the last four, five, six, and now seven. And because he took my feedback and he trusted me, I was like, listen, like I am willing to pay to make friends that mm-hmm. I know will challenge me, that will call me on my shit, will also love and support me mm-hmm. in ways and appreciate what I do bring the, to the table. Yeah. And what that has produced, honestly, when I'm looking at like my inner circle, mm-hmm. that isn't my kids and the boyfriend, every single one of them came from that mastermind. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other thing when you're growing at the pace that you grow, when you are mentored and have long-term mentorship, a lot of people will end up feeling really uncomfortable with you. Yeah. People that have been in your life. I literally, I still love these people. They may or may not still love me, but there came a time where they either decided that I was too uncomfortable to be around or I was moving at such a fast pace that like our lives just didn't intertwine anymore. And that part sucks. Yeah. That part is painful, no matter how tough as nails you are, Mm because we're humans. Yep. Um, but I know to be the best version of myself, whether it's as a mother to 25 and 26 year olds, be a best partner to my guy, to be a best friend and support to my, my people, to be the best leader in this mastermind. I have to be willing to do the hard things and being mentored I walk my talk. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm going to say to you, like, this is what you need to do. I better, my ass better be doing it mm-hmm. as a parent and as a leader. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I continue to do it. And I have the receipts to show that, you know what, this has worked out. Okay. For me. Yeah. It hasn't been on, it hasn't been comfortable. It's not easy. Yeah. I mean, girlfriend, you saw what happened to me in the last, <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got my ass called out and it was so radically uncomfortable and just what I needed. Yeah, just what I needed to do what I'm here to do. So. Yeah, it's a beautiful space. And, you know, one of the things that I even said to Chris, I was like, it's very what you said. It's like my ego has been it's been great the last couple of years being in these masterminds where everybody asked me the questions. Everybody was like, oh, I want to work with her. Oh, she's growing her business. But it was like I wanted to be in a room that I was like, holy shit, what is happening in here? And that's exactly what happened when it came to Arizona and now being expanded and around you guys and yeah. hearing the conversations like and that's exactly what I wanted and. <laughs> It's, it's exactly what you said. It's that circle. And as you continue to grow and as people start to fall off, I now know that my next level of friends, my next level of support, my next level of community is literally the people in that room because now they're able to support me as I'm going through this stuff that maybe before the communities that I were in didn't actually get it. So I love that. And it's not just in business too. Like, although usually you join a mastermind to scale, grow, you know, all the things. And that's really, really important, obviously, especially if you are doing what you've been called to do. And at my age, like I'm exactly where I need to be doing exactly what I need to be doing fulfillment and financially, but the interpersonal stuff, it has made, these groups have made me a better mother. These Mm -hmm. groups have made me a better friend. I know there's people out there that might be listening that would disagree with that, but (laughs) I know like 
the, because I'm a good friend means I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah. And I'm going to love you so deeply that I will tell you the truth. Yeah. You won't, well, there will be people that won't like that. Right. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And it's, it is okay. And it hurts. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's super, super painful and super, super lonely sometimes, but are you really like, I know you're listening to, to this episode right now. Cause Jillian is a badass, and she yeah. is one of the most passionate, confident, like planting her flag kind of people I've ever met. And I admire the hell out of that. And she walks her talk. If you're listening right now saying you want to grow and up-level your life and do what you're called to do, are you really, when you're tested by people walking out on you, are you, that's why you have to have the right people in your circle. It's why being parts of these groups last year, when I went through a terrible, painful next to my divorce, this was, this was right up there a friendship divorce, this group, instead of leaning out and hiding in the cave, which is what I typically would have done. I, I was literally on a call 10 minutes later with a group from this mastermind Mm -hmm. and getting the support and very vulnerable and tears and like, Oh my God, I'm in so much pain and I'm going to thrive from this. Mm -hmm. That's the power of these rooms. It's not just about scaling and growing because we're holistic beings. Yeah. We're holistic beings. That's why I love the Enneagram as well, because we look at a person as a whole, not for what they achieve, not for what they do, not for how they appear, but for who they are. And when you are communicating and building cultures around who people are, like when you understand people, you fucking understand everything, Yeah, everything. And these groups make you understand yourself and then other people. It's magic. It's so I will bad. never, like I'm grandfather. I told Chris until I die, like- <laughs> Just keep swiping the card every year. Wipe the card, baby, because (laughs) I have the receipts to show that this has worked out beyond, not just business wise, but personally. That's beautiful. It's such a beautiful testament too. So people who are listening to this right now, they want to get to know you better. They want to know more about what you have. How can they be in touch with you? And what do you have going on right now? I would say if you're intrigued by the Enneagram, please don't go take an online assessment. Do not do Um, it. Go. Yeah, don't do it. Come to me. Um, I have an assessment, like I said, that's bulletproof in a lot of ways. Um, but if you want to be curious first, I totally get that. Um, two ways are probably the best Instagram. I have some highlight bubbles. I'm getting better about content. It's not my favorite thing to do, but I have a podcast called lead with the Enneagram that has over 320 episodes um, about how I teach the Enneagram. You know, a lot of the people out there in Enneagram, language and they're great information teachers, but information does not fucking equal transformation. No, quite honestly, most of you don't need more information. You need integration of the right information. And that's where I come in. I'm all about using this tool in your life, in all areas on a holistic approach, personally and professionally, so that you can step into the calling and the ultimate leader that you were always designed to be. So, but if you want to get typed accurately, you get a whole beautiful, I I've done these, like it took me a long, long time to do this. Cause I wanted to give you the right information. That's the only problem with the Enneagram is getting the right information is a little tricky. So I have eliminated that problem. And then you get a custom like soul blueprint. It's a 75 page customized blueprint that gives you not just your Enneagram type, but the architecture so that you can grow and flow in who you are and be unapologetic about that. So podcast website, tracyomalley.com or Instagram at Tracy underscore O'Malley are probably the three best ways to binge who I am. 
Amazing. You guys, we will put all of her information in the show notes. We will tag her in all the things. Tracy, thank you so much for being on the show today. You guys go over, follow her, drop into her DMs, say hello, get into her world. She's absolutely incredible. Tracy, thank you so much for being here today, my friend. I love and adore you. Thank you. <laughs> right back at you, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts? Or take a screenshot and share it on social media. And don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.